0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Journey Home podcast and today I am continuing my series on um advice to my younger self. So I started last week and if you didn't catch that episode, um this is basically just my attempt to pass along some of the lessons that I've learned over the years. Um the really one, the ones that I think are really really critical and especially critical um for a young leader or a young believer um you know, someone who might just be getting started out in their faith or so, or getting started out in ministry even. Um, and so, you know, it's a question I've been asked um, through the years at times, you know, just what would you, what advice would you give to your younger self? And so this series is just my attempt to do that. Okay. So um, this is our second episode and um, I'm going to actually save the advice, the specific advice for a little later in the episode. I'm going to start with the truth that's behind the advice, um, and that truth is um, it's uh, it's something that I heard you know when I was in my twenties um, as a young person as a young leader, um, someone just getting started out in ministry and um, it was by a uh, speaker and author whose name is Graham Cook. Some of you may be familiar with him, um, but I remember him hearing him speak once and he just um, you know, if you know Graham, he just has this very unique and awesome way of just communicating truth. You know, he's, he's British, so he uses, you know, that kind of dry kind of humor. But, uh, you know, anyway, it's just very unique. And uh, it's a, he's a, he was an awesome uh, person to um, hear speak uh, back then. Uh, but I remember hearing him say once, God is the kindest person I've ever met. You know, and, you know, I don't know if for you listening, you hear that maybe you think, yeah, that makes total sense. But um, for me, that was such a unique statement. I had never heard anyone describe God that way. And I think if I was honest at that time of my life, like I probably didn't actually think of God that way. You know, I don't know if I had the awareness back then to really Um, interrogate, you know, and question my own view of God. You know, I think I was just trying to learn as much as I could, you know, study the scriptures and, you know, I had awesome experiences with God and the presence of God. But um, I don't know that I ever really thought to unpack, um, you know, what do I truly, truly believe about God. But if I did, you know, again, at that time, I, again, I really don't know that I would, have described God as kind um i probably thought of God as i think many people do you know like um in the sense like that he's just like most of us you know like if if i treat him well and if i'm nice to him then he'll be nice to me and if i'm bad or you know if i'm not doing the right things then he won't be nice to me and though that view um of god kind of makes sense it, in the sense that you know that's how a lot of people you know treat one another and that's kind of how they expect to be treated by god if they even believe in god at all Um, but the reality is god is not like us right and i don't know that i realized that uh when i was younger he is far kinder you know than we would ever even dare to believe is possible and i think that's partly what graham was trying to communicate you know um you know, God treats us far better than we deserve. You know, I think most of us just treat people the way we think they deserve to be treated. So if they're nice to us, we're nice back. And if they're not nice, you know, um, we're not nice back either, you know. and um, But God is not like that. You know, he is, again, he's far kinder. Um, he treats us far better than we deserve. He doesn't treat us as our sins deserve. You know, he treats us far better. He's far more patient He's far more loving. He's far more kind um, than I think most of us realize. And you know, just to balance this out, though, of course, you know, kindness—it's it, not the only characteristic of God. You know, he—he, he, um, you know, there there are many characteristics of God, and they don't contradict each other. You know, um, but that being said, kindness is an important one. Um, you know, the Apostle Paul tells us in the book of Romans, you know, it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance or his kindness that he shows us it's meant to lead us to repentance, right? And so, you know, let us not think that, you know, because he is kind, we can take advantage and we can just live however we want, you know, no, I mean, his kindness is meant to lead us to repentance, you know, and, you know, in Galatians, chapter five you know the fruit of the spirit that i've talked about many times on this podcast but you know one of them is kindness and so yeah of course like it's not the only attribute of god Um, it's not all that he is but it certainly is a huge part of who he is and um you know he is he is kind um if i can share a story um from from my my journey you know when i was in college you know, it's funny, I kind of went through to like both extremes um, that I think a person can go to. Um, When I started out, I was, you know, I was super determined to stay, you know, faithful to God and, you know, not get caught up in all the crazy things that college students do. And, um, you know, I think without realizing it or without meaning to, you know, I think I basically um, ended up becoming super legalistic. Um, I think I became like, a bit of a Pharisee, you know, if that term makes sense to you. Um, you know, I I was pretty arrogant, you know, I, I, because I didn't go to the parties and I didn't do the, you know, the bad things or what I thought were the bad things that other people out there were doing. And so, you know, while other people were out drinking and doing whatever, you know, I was in my dorm room reading my Bible and praying, you know, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with that in itself, but what ended up happening in my heart was i think i became proud and i thought i was so much better than all those you know sinners out there you know and and you know so i became pretty um pharisaical and then that was one extreme and then as time went on i you know i started to get lonely you know and i was like man this kind of stinks you know so um I kind of went to the other extreme, you know, and of course, like I could have probably found, a, you know, a middle ground here. But, you know, I just went to the other extreme where I was like, well, if you can't beat him, you know, join him. and And of course, as a young person, I was just kind of curious, you know, what that scene is like. And so I kind of just plunged into that party scene and I ended up just kind of, you know, diving headfirst into, you know, that sinful lifestyle, you know, and of course I'm not saying it had to be that way, but, um, that's just the choices that I ended up making. Um, and, you know, just doing a lot of things that I had told myself I never would do, you know, and, and just, you know, just really, uh, living that life of sin, you know, and I just remember this one night, um, you know, it was just a crazy night. I won't get into super graphic detail or anything, but, you know, I just, um, you know, it was, it, I really reached my low point, meaning, you know, I was like, I can't believe what, what am I doing? You know, like I've, I've done things, you know, that I said I would never do and just, you know, things that I knew to be sin and I believe still are sin to this day. Um, And, you know, I was just feeling super low and, but even thinking to myself like, oh man, like God can't forgive me for this, you know, and I, I believed in his forgiveness and all of that, but I just, you know, there was something in me that was, that just thought I had gone too far, you know? And so I don't even know why, what possessed me the following morning. Cause this was like a Saturday night, you know? So I wake up Sunday morning, I think I'm, I'm still like drunk or at the very least I still like reek of alcohol and, and just the previous night's activities, you know? And for some reason I decided to go to church that morning, you know, I think nine times out of 10 or 99 times out of a hundred, I probably would have just not gone or, you know, stayed away or whatever, you know, out of shame and just feeling unworthy. But for some reason that morning I decided I'm going to go to church. And so, you know, I called my friend to, if they see, if they give me a ride and they could. And so I went to church and, you know, just, you know, sat through the, the worship service and, you know, didn't really feel much. And, you know, I don't even know what I was thinking. Um, But then one of the pastors gets up and he, you know, he goes to the front and he says, you know, he's like, I just, I don't always do this, but I just really feel so strongly a word from the Lord um, that there's someone here that you, you know, he basically spoke directly to me, you know, like you think you've gone too far. You think God can't forgive you. You think God can't love you anymore, um, but he wants you to know that he does, or he loves you or something. I don't, I don't remember the exact language, but it was along those lines. And sure, like maybe there was more than one person in that room that needed to hear that. But I just knew without a doubt, like he was speaking to me and, and not just he, but God was speaking to me and encouraging me. And, you know, here's the thing, like God didn't owe me that, right? Like, you know, it it wouldn't have made him any less kind or loving or gracious you know if he hadn't given me such a direct word in that moment you know my lowest moment Um, but he did you know he just did because that's who he is he's kind again he's so gracious he's far more gracious than we even think is reasonable you know Um, his grace in many ways it's it's scandalous he treats us so much better than, than we could possibly ever deserve. And so, you know, that's just one story I could tell you, you know, I I have many more um, where God just displayed his kindness to me, um, you know, that just blew away my expectations, you know, and and far more than I ever deserved. Right. And so, um, you know, I think this is such an important concept for us to grasp um, because here's the thing, there's a principle in scripture um, that I, I really believe is true. And, it, and it's, it's this, that we will become what we behold, right? And I take this from Second Corinthians chapter 3, um, verse 18, the Apostle Paul, he writes this, that we all with unveiled faces are looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord and are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory right so as we behold the lord with unveiled faces the apostle paul says that we are being changed or transformed into the same image so in other words the more we behold him or the more we get to know him or the more time we spend with him we're going to become like him you know that's that's what happens you know when when we um when we spend time with anyone really right like Uh, But it's also true of the Lord, you know, as we spend time with him, you know, I have found that, that I start at least wanting to become more like him. If not, I I start to become more like him. So that's powerful, right? And that's a powerful principle, but it works um, also in the, in a negative sense, meaning like if our view of God, or if we believe God to be this harsh you know always angry you know always disappointed in us kind of god then guess what we are going to be transformed into that image now again i don't believe that is an accurate picture of who the lord is but if that's who we believe him to be and who we perceive him to be we will be transformed into that image and so you know if we think that's how god thinks toward us, that's how we are going to think toward others. If that's how we believe God treats us, then that's how we are going to treat others, right? And if we see God as this harsh, cruel master, you know, then we are going to treat others that way too. And, um, you know, when you look around at the church, you know, of course there are, you know, amazing Christians out there who I believe are, you know by God's grace you know to the best of their um you know ability you know trying to grow in the character of Christ and reflect his Christ um reflect his character sorry to a um to a lost and dying world but i think there are also many in the body of Christ who are um reflecting that you know that distorted what i think is a distorted view of God which is that he is cruel or that he's super harsh you know and and again like there are times when god gets angry there are times when you know he is even severe with us you know paul the apostle paul says you know behold the kindness and the severity of god actually so there are times where god is very severe but i guess in my mind that's not the same thing as being cruel or unduly harsh right like those aren't necessarily the same thing to me and um you know, you look at at least some of the behavior of Christians or churches or you know pastors of large churches, pastors of small churches. You know, you name it. I think it's it's it it exists. You know, all all over the place, um, but just uh, you know, at best, unkind behavior. You know, and that's that's putting it mildly. I mean, there are extreme cases to be sure where it's far worse than just being unkind right um but again it's so important that we are beholding him for who he really is because if we don't behold him rightly then we will not reflect him rightly uh to the world you know and and the jesus we preach the jesus we disciple people um into following um, might not actually be the fullness of who he actually is, right? And so so that brings us to the advice that I have for my younger self, um, which is this, to develop spiritual disciplines that allow you to regularly experience God's love. Um, I actually took that from a pastor named Darren Patrick, who actually has, um, has passed away. And that's, you know, that's a whole nother story if you're familiar with him. But anyway, just want to give proper credit um, when when I'm quoting someone else's um, advice. Um, but I think that is excellent advice. Um, you know, I think again, the purpose of spiritual disciplines is not just to, you know, check off a box and say you did it, right? And to say that you're doing the right Christian activities. But really, it is, you know, when you read the Bible, when you, you know, go to church, when you give, you fast or whatever, like all the reason to do those things is to really connect you, keep you connected, keep you rooted in, in the reality of God. And ultimately, it's to encounter God, right? Like Jesus rebuked the Pharisees for diligently studying the scriptures but yet they refuse to come to him right so the scriptures aren't an end to themselves it's so that we will meet him so that we will encounter him so that we will come to him and so when i you know um when i read my bible it's so that i can find him right if that makes sense um and so develop spiritual disciplines that allow you to regularly experience God's love and so you know of course like I would hope that your Bible reading leads you to that I would hope that other spiritual disciplines lead you to that Um, but you know that it can be a little different for each person and so I hope that you um if you're not already aware of what kind of uh, disciplines will help you to experience that, I hope you can figure it out. I hope that you can um, try different things and and find ways to keep yourself reminded and rooted um, in in the reality of God's love. You know, one of the things that does it for me is is worship worship music, you know, songs that sing about who God is or what He has done, and so um, pretty much every morning, you know, I, I like to listen to a song or or sing along with with a worship song, you know, that um, that reminds me of God's love and that that helps me to stay rooted. And so that's just some of the things that have helped me. But again, you hopefully you can figure out what things um, do that for you. And so again, just to summarize, you know, the truth behind this advice is that God is the kindest person I've ever met. Truly. He is the kindest person I've ever met. Um, and I want to finish today by just encouraging you, you know, maybe some of you are out there and you are feeling like how I did, you know, in, in those co- in college years, uh, you know, like you've gone too far, you know, how can God forgive me again? Right. Um, but that's the awesome thing about God, you know, he the prophet jeremiah said this his mercies are new every morning and so every day he has new mercies to offer us he never runs out it, it's it's amazing right because there's no one else like that uh, that we know of no one else like that that we've ever met right um because the rest of us are forgiveness has a limit our mercy has a limit right um but god is Far more merciful than we are God is far more gracious than we are he is far kinder than we are and so if you feel like you've gone too far I want to encourage you um his mercy is greater than that his kindness towards you is so unmeasurable and I promise you that if you will turn back to him um you know, of course, depending on what you've been doing, you know, he might, you know, there's a conversation he might want to have with you, but I promise you, he will, um, you will also encounter a a God who is kind and who is full of mercy. Um, you know, some of you are out there and you have been treated, um, not just unkindly, but cruelly, you know, unbelievably harshly, um, by maybe it's your parents maybe it's your church you know maybe some kind of spiritual leader or whatever um but you find it so hard to believe your experience of god or at least his church has been you know anything but kind i want to um i want to encourage you that yeah like you know his church maybe dropped the ball there you know they they sinned against you um but God is not like that. God is, is so much um, better. <laughs> He's so much more kind than, um, than again, even his, than his people can be at times. And so I want to encourage you in that today. Um, again, this is uh, advice to my younger self. Um, and just if nothing else, remember this. God is the kindest person I've ever met. Um, I hope you're encouraged by that today. Um, Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking in very broad terms, that's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, But what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.